Welcome back to Chasing Simple. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. If you've been listening to this month's episodes, you know that I am feeling very strongly about avoiding burnout this year, both for myself and for you. Last week, I shared a bit about my own experience and how that's affecting the goals I've set for this year. And two weeks ago, we had Brie Pear on the show to discuss sustainable goals. This week, I'm joined by my friend Haley, and she's sharing all about one specific mindset shift that's going to help us chase our goals differently. Because goals and boundaries are important, but harnessing our mindset and motivation are also necessary for preventing burnout. Haley Luckadoo is a marketing coach, high-energy motivational speaker, and founder of Females on Fire, a personal development brand for women. As a coach, she helps women in business create marketing processes that convert into revenue. And as a speaker, she empowers entrepreneurs to step into who they truly are and go after their wildest dreams. Haley is an audacious dreamer who started with a hobby wedding planning business born out of her college apartment, pivoted to create her company Luckadoo Media, and turned it into a multi-passionate success story built on resilience. She was recently named one of Wilma Magazine's Women to Watch, has been featured on platforms like Fox, CBS, Medium, and Founder, along with dozens of chart-topping podcasts, and spends her days in her pink office with a Dr. Pepper in hand, dreaming up ways to help entrepreneurs go after their audacious goals, level up their business dreams, and change their life. And with that, let's go ahead and dive on into episode 144 of Chasing Simple. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content without spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code listener at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop. And again, that code for 10% off is listener. Haley, I am so, 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 so excited. I have been looking forward to this interview forever, mostly because for some reason I thought I'd already had you on the podcast. And then like six months ago, I was like, hold up. How 
else this never happened? Wait a second. Oh, so I'm really excited to have you on today because I there's no way that my audience doesn't know who you are already. I've done your summit so many times. I know they've heard me talking about females on fire before, but just in case, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and your business and who it is that you serve? Yes. Oh my gosh. So excited to be here. I cannot believe it took us this long to do this, but I feel like we've been in each other's world for too long. So it's like, it was just a given that we thought we had already done it. Hi everyone. I am Haley Luckadoo. I am a marketing coach, a motivational speaker, and the founder of Females on Fire, which is a business and personal development brand for women in small business and entrepreneurship. And yeah, if you've been around for a minute, you've definitely seen Amanda at our summits and on our podcast, which is actually how we got started back in 2018 with the podcast. I never intended on it to be anything more than that, but now I get to coach women on their marketing strategy and their sales strategies and get to motivate women from stages all over the country and the world. And it's just so much fun. I absolutely love what I get to do. And you host an amazing summit twice every single year. You've got one coming up next month again. You're also, at this point, we're allowed to share the big news, right? Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) Also hosting your own conference. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about that? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. We made this announcement a little while back and we are actually turning our August summit into an in-person conference. So the very first ever Females on Fire conference is coming up August 10th through the 12th of 2023 in Dallas, Texas. So tickets are on sale. You can come join us. It's going to be so much fun. So amazing. Just literally like 10 times the fun and energy of our virtual summits, even though they're absolutely amazing too. (laughs) Listen, and I, I speak at a lot of summits guys. And I don't know how Haley does it, but there's literally so much energy happening with this virtual summit. Like it, it it really blows my mind because it's, it's a, a very, it's a skill. It's a gift that Haley has because it's not the norm. Typically virtual summits are more laid back, low key. They're not super, super high energy a lot of time. And the fact that she's able to not only have it be high energy, but also build such a tight-knit community while it's super high. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So I have no doubt that this conference is going to be amazing. You can get your ticket to both this upcoming summit here in February and the live conference in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. But Haley, why we are here, (laughs) I want to talk about mindset as a business owner because, and it's funny, this seems to be coming up a lot. This Every time I do batch interviews, it seems like there's a running theme and I'm not doing it on purpose for anyone that's listening. <laughs> just It just seems like it's something that's always coming up in my life, which maybe that's why our timing has been off here. It was all meant to be for this particular Absolutely. batch week, but <laughs> this seems to be coming up throughout a lot of the interviews that I'm doing right now. And just in my life in general is this idea of mindset mm-hmm. and really starting to dig into it as a business owner. And I would love to hear what the basics of mindset are for you and how you help others with their mindset as business owners. Yeah, absolutely. I think mindset's somewhat a tricky thing because, you know, as business owners, I mean, even if you're really creative and, and kind of go with the flow and stuff, you still are like, 
a very logical person, right? Like we want the logistics, we want the schedule, we want the time management and the productivity and the sales strategy and the marketing. And like, we want to know what the thing is that gets us to the next goal, right? That's, that's always kind of what we're searching for. And so mindset's kind of a tricky thing because it's like, if you're not really leaning into what that looks like and how you can really like level that up and work on it, then you're really never going to be successful at anything because it's so important. But when you sit down and you're like, how do I work on my mindset? It's like, what do I do? Like, I have no idea what the next step is because it's not something quite as tangible as building out a content strategy or or something like that. So I got in this trap. I'm going to kind of tell a story for a second that is going to lead me into a really cool mindset shift that I really love teaching now. But I got into this trap years ago of feeling like I had finally given myself the permission to just show up, be who I am, be very multi-passionate because I was feeling a lot of guilt around that for a while and just like go after the really, really big things I wanted to go after. And I got in that, that comparison trap, right? Happens every time we open social media of looking at people going, gosh, well, they started at the same time that I did. And they're so much farther along, or they're just doing it so much better than me. And it's just because I don't have the money to do that, or I don't have this skill, or I can't figure this thing out or whatever. I started thinking back to when I was a kid, my mom actually gave me this. And the way I brought it into adulthood is just so cool. But my mom used to tell me every time I'd come home from school or dance practice or whatever, and I just like couldn't get what I wanted. I didn't make the team. I didn't get the grade. I didn't get the spot in the routine or whatever that I wanted. She'd come home and she'd go, you're just not there yet. Right. And that yet was everything. It changed your entire like mindset around, okay, it's, it's not that it's impossible right? It's not that I'm never going to get there. It's just that I'm not there yet. I got to work a little harder, study a little more, try again, whatever it is. And so I found myself constantly, you said things keep coming up for you around mindset. And this was, this was me. It just kept coming up. I kept thinking about my mom saying, Oh, you just don't have the money yet. You just don't have that skill yet. You just don't have this yet. And I realized that I started losing that comparison in trying to think about okay, it is possible for me. I'm just on a different journey than them. I'm on a different path. It just looks a little different for whatever reason, right? And I started to embrace that more and more and more. But the more I embraced it, the more I started chasing some bigger things, the more I started like setting even crazier goals because I'm like, oh yeah, nothing's impossible. There's no limit on what I can do. And I started really burning myself out. And that's the trap we fall into, right? It's like we get in the comparison trap and we're like, Oh, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it well. I'm not as good as her or him or whatever. And then if we finally pull ourselves out of that trap, then we're like, ah, I'm amazing. I can do it. The sky's the limit. Like I can do anything I want. And so then we go so hard that we burn out. And that was me. I started really chasing these big things and I was really excited about that, but I was burning myself out so hard. And I was like, I'm chasing really cool things, but I'm not even enjoying getting there. Like not enjoying the work I'm doing now. And let's face it, like this could all end tomorrow, right? Like we're not promised anything. So I'm just like, I want to be able to enjoy the work I'm doing now. And I heard my mom in my head again saying, you're just not there yet, except it took on a different meeting this time. 
And all of a sudden, I just kind of had this idea of what if yet also stood for you embrace today. And I really started leaning into that of, okay, how can I simultaneously chase really big goals, like the most audacious things I can think of, and also embrace where I am today? And so this idea of yet kind of became a mantra for me of it can simultaneously stand for, I'm not there yet. I will be, but I'm not there yet. But also you embrace today. And having that mantra has been a huge mindset shift. And I have a whole practice around that that we can get into if you want. But having that mindset shift has been honestly like the best mindset thing that I can hand off to people because it really works. Every time I fall into the trap of comparison and and feel like I'm stuck and I'm not moving forward, I get to say, okay, you're just not there yet. And then every time I start going a little bit too hard and feeling burnout again, I go, okay, no, yet you embrace today. And so I have a post-it note right here on my desk that literally just says yet in all capital letters, because it's a reminder, no matter which side of the line I'm on, that I'm either not there yet, or I get to stop and embrace today. And either way, it keeps me you know, I know we don't like to use the word balance, but it keeps me kind of on that line of being able to simultaneously go after really big goals, but also enjoy the life that I have now because it was what I was wishing for three, five, 10 years ago. I'm just over here like speechless. Uh, All questions gone, train of thought gone. Wow. That I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to write yet and put it on my wall as well. What does that Because I'm such a black and white thinker. And so I very easily do that exact same thing where it's all or nothing all the time. My therapist is always getting on to me about that. And it's a work (laughs) in progress. But even when I don't think I'm doing it, she'll be like, "Mm, there's what you're doing here. And I'm like, nope, we're not, we're not talking about that. So I do this all the time. And I love that reminder to, yes, we can keep chasing these big things, but also we can enjoy the right here and the right now. But what does that look like for you? You know, when you find yourself in that place of one or the other and you you look at your your post-it note and you see yet, what does that thought process, I guess, look like for you? And how how do you live that out? Yeah. It's some days it's not easy, right? Like it's we can give you all the mindset shifts and all the tactics and all the things, right? All the mantras, all the affirmations, all the whatever. But at the end of the day, like you have to be the one to put it into place. And some days that's really freaking hard, right? We don't want to do it. But for me, anytime I catch myself, and this is just something you have to build as a habit. But like I said, I have that post-it note. And anytime I catch myself, like looking at that post-it note and going, oh yeah, yet, whichever side of the line I'm on, whether it's, I need to lean into embracing today, or I need to lean into, I'm just not there yet. Anytime I catch myself looking at that, I'm like, okay, time for a pause. And I take like 15 minutes. And if you can't spare 15 minutes in your day, then you really are doing something wrong, right? Like if you can't take 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, to just pull back and do this for a second, then you got to like prioritize a little better, right? Well, and I would even argue that if you're saying that you can't spare 15 minutes. So that's purely mindset. Everyone can find 15 minutes at some point. And you could probably do this in five or 10. You may not even need 15, right? But anytime you catch yourself with that thought, right? Let the yet 
thing become your mantra. But anytime you catch yourself with that thought, it's obviously like sticking to you for a reason in that moment, right? I really believe like everything kind of happened, not everything happens for a reason, but everything is kind of meant to be in its own timing, right? So if this is something where you're catching yourself looking at that post-it note, you're thinking about this idea, take a pause. And what I like to do is if I'm really falling into that comparison trap and I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing this well enough. I'm just not getting this. Like why? Then I start writing down all of the things that I feel like I'm getting stuck on. I just don't have enough money for this project. I just don't have enough time to commit to XYZ. I just feel like I'm not as good of a wife right now because I'm spending so much time on this, like whatever it is, right? I write down all of those things. They always start with I, right? They're always I am or I'm not statements. And then I go through and in all capital letters, I write the word yet at the end of every sentence. And then I force myself to read all of these sentences out loud with the word yet at the end. And you'll be amazed. It's such a simple thing. It sounds so silly. It sounds like it would never work. But by the end of that, you're sitting around going, oh, I just don't have enough time yet. Oh, I just don't have enough money yet. Oh, I just haven't made enough space in my calendar for this yet, right? And it starts to change the way you think. Sometimes I like to go through and read them again. And then I go back to what I was doing. And literally all you're doing is tricking your brain into recognizing that, hey, that word yet means that it's possible, right? It means that it's coming. It means that it's somewhere in the pipeline and I just haven't quite gotten there. And so you're tricking your brain into thinking, okay, this is coming. I just have to keep at it, right? I just have to keep going. I just have to keep moving forward and allow it to be what it is for now. If I'm on the other side of the line and I'm like, I'm going so hard, I'm burning out, I feel myself struggling, I really need to stop and embrace today, then I write down a list of everything I can do in the next 24 hours to stop and embrace the moment that I'm in. And so sometimes that's just going for a walk outside and letting the sun hit my face. Sometimes that's closing the laptop down to actually watch a movie with my husband instead of putting the movie on in the background while while I work on my laptop, right? It's getting in the floor for five minutes to cuddle with my dog, right? Like it's little tiny things that are reminders of the fact that I am so freaking grateful, number one, to be alive, number two, to be here and be who I am, and three, to have all the things that I have, right? And so some people look at it as, oh, you got in the floor and like played with your dog for five minutes, but I'm sitting here like, I love my dog. I love my dog so much. I don't know what I would do without my dog, right? So it's just these little reminders that you can infuse into your life. And I have that list. And it's like, okay, these are everything I'm going to do over the next 24 hours. And I give myself a 24 hour time limit that, okay, I have to do everything on this list. And it's simple, little tiny things. But again, it's just tricking your brain, not even tricking your brain, but just forcing your brain to remember how far you've already come. And that's the whole idea behind this concept of yet is you're just not there. You still have so far to go. And so many things that are possible for you, but at the same time, like you can stop and smell the flowers and embrace where you're at right now, because more than likely it's so different than the life you lived a year ago. It's so different than the life you lived three years ago. Right. And most of us are sitting around going, yeah, this is probably better. 
Like maybe I've had some bumps in the road. Maybe I might be in a hard season right now because that happens a lot and it gets us very tripped up. But all in all, if I'm running a business and I mean, my business like made it through the pandemic or I started a business in a pandemic, right? Like those are cool things. You took something horrible and you made something really cool out of it, right? Or or you held something together out of it, right? And so just finding those ways to remind yourself of this is how far I've already come. This is what I've already lived through and made it through and accomplished. And now look at the possibility of all the roads I can take that are ahead of me and and where I can actually go. It's such an intentional way of slowing down and enjoying the journey as you're on it. And again, this is something that I feel like has been coming up over and over and over again lately in all the interviews I've done. So for all the interviews for the next few months, friends, this conversation keeps popping up in some way, but enjoying that journey of entrepreneurship, because every time you hit whatever that success, one day I will have made it, quote unquote, once I do this thing, every time you do that thing, the goalposts moved two months ago. And so you don't even stop and celebrate that thing where one day you said you would have made it. Like when I was side hustling, oh, well, when I can finally do this full time and I've replaced my teaching income, I will have made it. By the time I replaced my teaching income, I was so far onto other things that I didn't even stop and celebrate that, you know? And we do this all the time. And as entrepreneurs, we have these really strong drives innately inside of us and we don't slow down and enjoy the journey. So I love how intentional this makes you about doing that. But I also would love to hear how this practice has helped you to see growth in your business. Oh gosh, yeah. It's it's crazy because when I started doing it, I felt so silly. Like, and I I was always the person that was like, ha, mindset, what a joke. You know, like I I just wanted the strategy. I wanted all the like logistical stuff, right? Like, give me the numbers, give me the strategy, give me the plan. So to me, mindset, I mean, I knew it was a thing, I knew it mattered. But at the end of the day, I was like, my mindset's fine. I'm good. You're not good. Your mindset's not good if you're burning out, period. Like you can't convince me otherwise, because if your mindset was okay, and if you really were digging into what that looks like and trying to make it better all the time, you wouldn't be burning out, right? You wouldn't be allowing that to happen. So same thing if you're falling into that comparison trap. And I say this with the caveat that we all fall into it, right? We all hit burnout a little here and there or start to touch on burnout or start to see ourselves kind of starting to go down that road. We all fall into that comparison trap just in the moment. You're allowed like 10 seconds of that. But after 10 seconds, you're making a choice to stay there. And for me, it was feeling really silly, really uncomfortable, just making these lists and starting to really implement this practice and really thinking about yet as a mindset shift and not just some like silly word that I tacked onto the end of a sentence. But in doing that, I lost the burnout. And every time I've ever gotten close to burnout, I have done this practice again and again and again and watched it literally pull me back, right? It's like you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you literally just get like rubber banded back to where you were. 
And I feel that every time I do this and that on that end of it has allowed me to literally join masterminds and go to conferences and run summits and host our own in-person conference and take on more coaching clients and do all of these really incredible things that I don't feel like I would have been able to do because I would have felt too burnt out to do them. And now I get to go do them all and, and have these opportunities and meet these incredible people and, and travel around and do all of this fun stuff and still feel rested and still feel stress-free and still feel fulfilled, right? Because I'm not on the edge of burnout. And I, I really attribute a lot of that to this practice. On the other side of that coin, I feel like because I've allowed myself to start acknowledging that I'm just not there yet and I'm, I've got so far to go. And even though I've come so far, there's so many more opportunities ahead of me. And this one little project that I'm doing can look a thousand different ways, depending on what direction I want to go. It's given me like so much freedom to just be able to go, oh, I actually can't make a wrong choice, right? Like I'm, I'm going to lean into trying this new thing or, or joining this group or trying this project or starting this new thing or whatever. And I can't mess it up. I can't do it wrong. Because it doesn't matter if it looks like what anybody else in the industry is doing. It doesn't matter if it doesn't quite look as good or as professional as this person or whatever. I can't mess it up because there's literally a a million different ways I could do it. I'm just picking one. And if it doesn't work, I'll just shift to another one later, but I can't mess it up. So it gives you the freedom to go into launches, to go into new opportunities, to go into new ventures literally going, oh, I don't have to worry if nobody signs up because that's just like a learning opportunity for me to go, okay, I just need a new launch strategy. Let me just like work that out real quick and we'll launch it again, right? Or or we'll tweak this venture a little bit. We'll tweak this project. And it gives you all of this freedom when you think you can't mess something up. Maybe like a little too much freedom, like maybe a little bit of like, a little bit of an ego. So then you got to check the ego, but But when you give yourself that freedom and that permission of, I can't make mistakes, only choices, right? And and you're like, I literally, I can't make mistakes, only choices. And if they don't turn out the way I want them to, I'll just make different choices. And that idea gives you so much permission to go out and just try things and tweak things and shift things. And the more you get into trying new things and and getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and giving yourself that permission while also allowing yourself the space to rest, to pull back from your business, to go for a walk, to go on a vacation, to just sit on the floor and play with your dog for five minutes. Like when you allow yourself the freedom and the space at the same time, it, I like, I can't even talk about how much it's grown both myself as a person, but also the business. Like I've definitely made more money in the last year, in the last two years than I've ever made in my life. Right. I've gotten 
better clients, like my more ideal clients, the people I absolutely love working with. I've gotten introduced to some of the most incredible people that I've been like dying to meet, right? I've had guests on the podcast that I would have never dreamed of having on the podcast. I've gotten new opportunities. I've gotten to travel, I, but I still find myself getting to sit down and watch a movie with my husband and just hang out with him and my dog and go for a walk and go to the, go for a beach day and not be checking my phone going, oh my gosh, I got to post on Instagram. I have a post on Instagram today. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like, so just giving yourself that freedom on the one side of it and that permission, giving yourself the space and the rest on the other side of it, it grows everything astronomically. Like it's, it's not just growing your revenue or bringing in more clients. It's growth in like ways that you wouldn't have even considered. And opportunities present themselves in timing that you thought would have been years off. So I just, I can't even begin to say how much it's grown. It seems like such, and this might sound odd, but such a practical way to change your mindset and detach yourself from outcomes in your business. And by doing that, you're able to bring in more room for peace and joy in your life and the ability to actually enjoy running your business. Because if you're not attached to the outcome of every tiny little thing and everything is more of an experiment that you can then tweak the next experiment, which I am fully guilty of being that kid in the science fair that was pissed when my project didn't match my hypothesis right away. So this is a great practice for me for sure. But it's a it's it's such a great way to detach yourself so that you can look at your business in this scientific way. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's just it, right? Like you said, it's an experiment. Well, all of life is an experiment. I mean, just think back to like when you decided to start your business. What if you hadn't, right? Like what if you hadn't? Or what if, I mean, you know, for you, you were a teacher before that. What if you hadn't gone into teaching? What if you had gone into something else? And I think for me, like. I don't want to say it's easy to think that way because it's not. There's some days where it's really freaking hard and it'll be that way for everybody. But I think it's easy for me to think about those what ifs, not in a negative way, not in, not in a like, oh, what if I had done that? Maybe I should have done that. But like in a, wow, how different would my life be? Because I went through college and changed my major nine times, literally nine times. And then settled on something. I literally, I settled on criminal justice. I was going to be a lawyer. Like that was, can you see me as a lawyer? Like, yes, but (laughs) no, my husband is like, oh, you could argue with a brick wall. So like, yeah, you could totally (laughs) be a lawyer. Like it's fine. You'd be great. So he's like, yeah, you'd be awesome. But like the high energy and like, I can't imagine like being suit every day, like pantsuits are so not my jam. And I mean, I couldn't imagine that now. I really couldn't. And so looking back, I'm like, I ended up not graduating just because of like this whole slew of circumstances that happened at the the time I thought was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I literally found out I wasn't going to be able to attend my last year of college and had a wedding called off at the same time. And I thought it was the worst thing that had ever happened to me. And I thought life could literally not get lower than that moment. And I still think it was probably my lowest moment in my life, like, because I was, I was pretty down about it, to be honest. But, but looking back, I'm like, wow, that worked out for me. 
right? Like my husband is the greatest person I know. Like he was, we were made for each other. We wouldn't even be together if, if everything hadn't happened the way it did. And so again, not to get cheesy and be like, oh, everything happens for a reason. Cause I don't really necessarily believe that, but I just think timing is everything. And sometimes our timing is not it. And it's because we don't know what we need to know yet. And there's that yet thing again, right? Like we just don't know what we need to know yet. And I didn't know at the time that I was going to start a business. I had no idea that I was going to start a business that led to another business that led to a podcast that got me talking to all these incredible women that grew a brand that I am now so insanely passionate about. And had you asked me about that back when I was in college, I would have been like, that's not a job. Like, that's not a thing you can do for a living and make money and do every day. And I've been doing it for years. And it's, it's incredible the things that we don't even think are possible for us that give it a couple of years and all the right circumstances will start to fall into place. And if you just allow yourself to believe that there's more possibilities coming that you can't even recognize yet. And that's the hard part. It's going, okay, I want to believe in the possibilities, but like, there's a limit to what I can allow myself to believe. No, like open yourself up to the idea that there are things coming for you in your life that you literally cannot picture right now, right? Because you're probably already living something that you couldn't have pictured 10 years ago. Absolutely. That's cool, right? It's such an important conversation and one that I will probably need to go back and re-listen to every time I'm having a burn it down (laughs) kind of moment in the business because they'll be back. But have them. No shit. They're a thing. No matter how far you get in the business, they're a thing. If you could give the listeners one single action step to walk away and do this week to take action on this, what would it be? Right yet on a post-it note, stick it on your desk. And every time you look at it, do this pen to paper practice. Like I said, it feels so stupid, so silly when you first start doing it. But when you catch yourself doing it often enough, and you follow through on reading those sentences out loud that end in yet and doing the tasks in the 24 hours that you said you were going to do to just try to embrace today a little more, it will literally change your life. And I'm a marketing gal. I can sit here and give you all the marketing strategy and tell you that two plus two is four and all of this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, this will change your life more than anything else. Because if you can put this into practice then yeah, go get a good marketing strategy. But it it really doesn't matter whether you decide to hang out on Instagram or LinkedIn. It really doesn't matter if you decide to start a podcast or a blog. Like it doesn't matter because you're going to allow yourself the permission and the freedom and the space to just create and to just try and to know that you don't make mistakes, only choices. And it's going to change your life. I promise. <laughs> I love it. Now we end every episode with a book recommendation. It can be business. It can be fiction. It can be anywhere in between. But what would be one book? No. Everyone hates this question. There's so many choices, Amanda. Why? Oh, gosh. I think, God, really tough. I think, I, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but I think it's the only book by this title. So you'll find it if you Google it. 
something I read in the last like year or so that really I did not expect it to be that good. And it was just fantastic. It's called The Most Powerful Woman in the Room is You. And it was written by this woman who is actually an auctioneer. And she's like this like famous auctioneer that gets hired for all of these big auctions. And she wrote this book about commanding the room and giving you advice on how to command the room. And it was really cool because I expected it to be very masculine and very like, you just have to take charge, you know, like that kind of motivation. And it, it, it had a little of that sprinkled in, but it wasn't that at all. And it really just surprised me. And I found myself like flipping back through and like writing things down. And I rarely ever do that when I read books. So I have to say that one, but that's really hard. There's so many good ones. Well, I love this because it's not the same old, same old that everyone always recommends, which are always worth recommending, but I like this. I'm going to go, I haven't heard of it. So I'm going to go look it up and I will link to it in the show notes, friends, if you want to check it out, I will find who it's by and we'll put it in there. Haley, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to come on here today and to share this powerful mindset shift with everyone and share the the practical side of mindset as well. Because I think that that's, for me, I know it's really hard when you're such a logistical person to really embrace the mindset side of things And you do such a good job of peering both in a way that makes sense. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today. Where can everyone find you? Where's the best place to connect with you? Because I know they're going to want more of you. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And I'm just honored always to have you in my life. So absolutely honored to be here and and get to chat with your audience for a bit. If you want to find me, I am at Haley Luckadoo on all the social media platforms, but I mostly hang out on Instagram. So that's where you can come say hi. Also check out HaleyLuckadoo.com. And over there, you can find all the females on fire stuff. You can hop on the wait list for our next summit or grab your ticket. If you're listening to this when it's open, grab your ticket at the conference, check out the podcast, all the things, find out about coaching. Everything is over there. So you can check that out. Perfect. Thank you so much, Haley. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.